0: Hello and welcome to the Daft Souls podcast. My name is Matt Lees and today I am joined by Mr. Chris Bratt. Hello. And Joe Scrabbles. What? It's good to have you both on here. It's the Nice Alliance. Oh, God, no, no, no. Ready. Ready, jeez. Uh, uh, this isn't going to be fun. <laughs> just a reminder. No, that's it. But just a reminder that if you haven't been keeping up with our Subterfuge Diaries series on CoolGhost.net, then you should absolutely do that just because of the reaction that that got from these two. <laughs> it's uh, It continues to be a fantastic amount of fun to edit. And I think even though it's a bit squirm-inducing to watch, it's basically like reality TV. Except yeah. the fun thing about it is that the people... Who are kind of being abused by it all know that 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 was what was happening. Unlike (laughs) people on full control of our faculties, absolutely. Unlike people on real reality TV who just think that they're going to be famous and loved. Well, I do really want to be famous because of this.
1: Imagine Mm. that if I was just famous for being in front of a picture of Hunt for Red October, (laughs) that
2: was
0: it. That was my whole legacy. You weren't
2: in today's episode. What was all that about? I don't know.
0: Uh, edits it. <laughs> it didn't make sense in the context. Yeah. I, I think it's because uh, there was a day Joe skipped a day in his diaries um, in the audio diaries. I
1: skipped, I I skipped next week's. Yes. Well, I
0: think I... I, but I think, think it's because yeah, yeah, no, you said something wrong. about Matt. But I, think, <laughs> I think when you recorded it, it must have been later in the day than everyone else because it, the the way <laughs> yeah. you were talking about stuff it fit more in Yeah, I can, see, I can see that. So I just that. thought I'd leave it. Because so I that's record at yeah. the very
1: end of every day. That's yes.
0: So that's why Joe fans if you're missing it then that's why it didn't make... Didn't make the cut. This the quiet Scribellion <laughs> continues. But do check that out on Cool Ghost. Done that if you haven't done already. Obviously the home of Daft Souls. Um, and actually something I've got going up uh, tomorrow now time, which means it went up last Thursday, is a video about
2: StarCraft Two: Legacy of the Void. Yeah.
0: Um, which I'm quite proud of because it's got some fun things in it.
2: Is this the the single player or the multiplayer? Because I've only I've I've dabbled in the single player i pretty much just a single player Cool It's not really a review video I've got to say
0: It's more of a video Talking about um, Starcraft 2 Talking about Legacy of All Why it's kind of fun But it's more Of a celebration Of Of games That are static In a weird way I don't want to seem like a Luddite But I kind of it, The video starts off with Me talking about Fallout 4 And the fact that It's just like It's clearly this great game For Bethesda fans But it's not really for me And that, that's fine But mm-hmm. it's kind of A bit upsetting When you see things That you used to really love Have now just sort of changed And they're not for you anymore Whereas StarCraft Two, for for many reasons that I kind of go into in the video, is this weird thing that it's like, hey, yeah, it's a new StarCraft thing, and I'm, it's still exactly the same. I'm glad, like, I'm
2: glad you mentioned Fallout 4 because I didn't. Blizzard released that the same week as Fallout 4. Yes, yeah, they did. I, I I gotta just admire them a little bit for that. They're just like fucking hell with Blizzard. I don't. I don't Blizz, care. Blizzard do Blizz not them, give a like, shit about anyone this, else's game. The biggest game, um, like of the month of several months, indeed, and like they just, it's okay, it's fine. We just. I wonder if Leg- <laughs> if Legacy of the Void actually did really well. It did, it, yeah. Like, it, it, I, from, I don't know how it compares to the rest of StarCraft 2, but I remember, like, I, I had that concern. I was like, oh, God, Blizzard, are you sure about this? And then the next day, they, they had sold a million copies. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a chance that it's chain?
1: done better than Fallout 4 at this point? because like Starcraft no, no is chance. enormous
0: no chance no because the thing is it's, it's sold relatively well Like, it sold a million in the first week it's yep. probably going to go on and sell about 2 or 3 million but mm. Fallout 4 has been insane yeah. numbers yeah I mean great. it's I've, I found it very amusing to watch all of the games websites in the world going we've had our best month ever yep thanks yeah. readers it's like don't yeah. thank the readers just thank fucking Bethesda like you know <laughs> well, that's going on in internal emails I can
1: tell you firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely we, <Yeah>. we, <laughs> we have an internal sort of every week everyone sends in their nominations for for like, who on the team um, has done really well that week, and like, think you send in nominations, don't you just nominate you be, yourself? No, no, I, you all have think to nominate. Other people. Did very well. No, you just send in a thing and say, oh, I really like this piece by someone else. It's a nice little morale booster. I like yeah, no, it. No, no, it's good. It's and uh, yeah, a lot of people nominated Bethesda in the nice. week that Fallout 4 oh, came out. Absolutely, because you just like, cheers, guys. Like, I did the 11 best Fallout settlements, it was quite fun to research. I mean, it wasn't hard. <laughs> there are millions to choose from. Yeah. And it got, like, tons of hits. Well, that's it. It's just ev-
0: everything is constantly now. Just Fallout, Fallout, well, Fallout. Well, and yes. that's why I decided, because I thought, I'm not personally interested in Fallout. Yeah. What's the point in me spending 20 hours playing this game just so I can go, oh, it's not for me. Sure. Yeah. I thought, StarCraft's yeah. out, and even though it's selling well,
2: no one's fucking talking mm-hmm. about it. Uh, yeah, which is really weird, because when you look at Legacy of the Void, I think the... the I I don't know how the story concludes and actually I've heard that it's it's as hammy as Blizzard usually are but, oh yeah yeah but it's, still, it's like the conclusion of a 17 year story like in terms of yeah like the Starcraft franchise and I
0: thought I think basically I think I really do just play it for the single player I always dabble in the multiplayer but to be honest I just find it a bit too much it yeah, makes my a, heart feel it's like it's I explaining. love strategy
2: games I can't I just can't keep up with that stuff it's too stressful
0: mm. I'm actually not bad at it but I just find it it's like I worry it's going to give me an aneurysm mm-hmm. um, uh, but I love the single player because it's that classic thing just build a big army of whatever you want mm. and then just Trash the other bases and yes. just feel like you're a god and it has amazing lasers and explosions and honestly it's weird that it's so tonally
2: dated, but in a way that's mega comforting. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it well, it's I, like I think sort of you're talking a little bit about the RTS genre at the moment, because Yeah, of course. I when the, the I did a preview, I think I played four missions in total, later, the first mm-hmm. two and then two later on, and I remember thinking, oh god, are we ever gonna get a big budget RTS game like this again. Probably like, not, no. I, I don't see it. Like, there, there, are, there are, you know, there are games like Company Heroes 2, like Relic are, are going to continue doing... But I don't what think, you, what um, you think... Like, you know, a big RTS game, but... I don't think
0: that did... I don't think Company Heroes 2 did as well for them as they'd hoped. No. no. So I, I think it's over. Yeah, I, I <laughs> mean,
1: mean, Like, if we're going to talk, like, really big RTS games, they tend to be hybrid type things. So, like, Total War always does well. And yeah. Total Warhammer will be big. But mm-hmm. Total War Warhammer, yeah. as it's called. For it there
0: sure. was... Um, there was that Grey Goo game a couple of years ago, which was very critically acclaimed, oh, yeah. but just yeah. fell on its
2: ass. Th- yeah, it's just I think Blizzard are, are so uh, kind of merged with with that genre. Like they are, I think they were the last hurrah for it. Yeah, yeah. I, and part of that's because on at least in the multiplayers, side of things, people have moved over to MOBAs. I think yeah. it's a very similar crowd that have, That's I mean, that's I sort of this is what I kind of talk I thought about we NVIDIA. did it a little bit because we both kind of fell in love yeah. with Dota too. That's it. And the clicking on things. The
0: clicking on things genre is now very much just moved on. Yeah. Mm. And uh, but that's kind of in a way I'm really thankful for StarCraft 2 Legacy of the Void because it shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. And it's one of these things where the only reason it exists is because Blizzard said. Yeah. I think honestly, the only reason it exists is because Blizzard said we're going to make three parts. Yeah. Five years ago, if it hadn't said that, it just wouldn't exist. It's so weird. looking, like to see
1: StarCraft Two. Like the when StarCraft Two came out, like the thing that I remember is uh, I played it with a specific friend who has now lived in Japan for years, and Mm -hmm. so it's really weird. Like StarCraft Two coming out again, and me going first. You know, I was a kid playing. Well, kid playing with a friend who I don't see anymore. It's like almost nostalgic. Just the title
0: existing still yeah. in a cultural sense is so weird. And that's the thing now that I, I boot up the you know the latest expansion, put all the graphics up to up to warmth, mm. and it's suddenly just playing such an anachronistic thing, but with all the bells and whistles and beautiful things of yeah. modern day. Yeah, it just feels like a real treat. And I think it's one of those things where, especially in the context of this month and and having Fallout Four and it being like yeah we love Fallout and me being like yeah you do and I love Fallout as well, but we just love different things and mine is dead. Um, <laughs> it's really nice to just have this unbelievably luxurious version of something yeah. from my childhood yeah, yeah. Um, so it's one of those things where I kind of quite I felt a bit weird about doing it but I felt like the only nice way to end, end the video was me saying cheers Pleasant because yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't, I'm not sure this made good business sense for you to put so much money into making this gorgeous mm. three part uh, rts game i think they'd
2: hoped that it would be a, another hurrah yeah like you game. say that i think that decision was made uh was was made made ago. seven or eight years ago they, yeah. at one point starcraft 2 was just gonna be a single game um and they they realized that i think both the story they wanted to tell and the changes they wanted to make to multiplayer it made more sense to do it over years but that they they said that like when starcraft 2 came out this wasn't this hasn't been like last year they didn't suddenly go you know what you know what everyone really wants right now it was. Yeah. Gonna, it was gonna sell like hotcakes.
0: But I love that they didn't scrimp on it. The- oh, they didn't scrimp on it, you know? Mm-hmm. It was still
2: absolutely full of ridiculously overdone, amazing cutscenes. Oh god, their cutscene like team is incredible. In fact I was I was at BlizzCon this year and they revealed the uh, the Warcraft trailers in the movie mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah. And I I a bit lukewarm to it and I then saw the intro cinematic for the next World of Warcraft expansion. I was like, holy fuck. Like I understand why this can't be the movie. I understand why you can't have those kind of production values for the whole thing and it'd be completely animated. But holy shit, those those cutscenes look incredible. And they've always done that. I remember yeah.
1: play- I remember cheating through Warcraft One to watch all the mm-hmm. all the cutscenes in it. Like they've always had like a sense of you know grandeur
0: between the, the RTS Warcraft stuff. three cutscenes blew my yeah. mind. Mm. And I'm not. I don't use that phrase lightly. No, th- I remember when they, it came out. Still, they
2: yeah. still. The 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 office kind of returning mm. to his father moment is still like one of, like one of my favourite moments in in video game yeah. single player stuff.
1: I like. do wonder if the one outlet for like full on
2: successful
1: like big budget RTS is a Warcraft four. Like I could see them doing it because then they're playing to a market. I've been thinking that. But sit. At in the same the time
0: I think because they've done so much story and lore stuff with World of Warcraft mm-hmm.
2: I don't know what they do Yeah they're, that, that is a genuine concern they like World of Warcraft in my opinion is kind of struggling with that itself it's it's already had to go the whole freaking like Star Trek go back timeline time yeah. um, mm-hmm. stuff which Usually means like you're you're just scraping the bottom of the barrel. And I
0: thought that's a real shame because I thought the story they bringing Warcraft 3, back
2: again this I thought, time around. Oh,
0: see, I yeah. thought
2: the story in Warcraft Three,
0: although it was hammy and all this, I I really loved it. Mm. And I can't remember any of the story stuff in
2: in Warcraft. Well, they, they had they had a little bit. Like the 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 Lich King stuff was brilliant. Like they de- they clearly had a story they wanted to tell there, and it was a continuation from Warcraft Three. The first time Illidan turned up, that was like like I really enjoyed his kind of demise and everything. And then there was. There was a point. I think. I think for me, it was Miss of Pandaria, where they they brought what was a what? joke faction at one point in Warcraft, as as the centerpiece of. I think if they were going to do it, they'd Starland. have to
0: do a um a kind of like Star Wars reset of being like, okay, the pandas aren't canon anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've had our fun. <laughs> and I can see them to be, like. Why wouldn't
1: you do that? I'd take it. It'd, I'd, yeah, I'd but, love a Warcraft yeah, but, or, Like not even. I don't like artists. They would piss the... off. They,
2: like they they. I don't think their fans would take it. Uh, the, there's some real invested people in the in in the, the Warcraft lore. Yeah, I think well, it's just stuff. I think it's one of the things that's just moved on in the same yeah. way that other things are. But added, it's just like, different now. I think
1: a lot of those fans would still buy still it doing just to be it. angry. <laughs> like, they've, they've used <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> it. It happens. <laughs> the
0: value of spending money just so you can be mad.
1: There's they, a reason Senran Kagura a, got a second
2: game. <laughs> they're doing a Warcraft movie. Like that is that is yeah. there maybe they'll get some kind of impression as to how big the Warcraft story is into like outside of wow now. Um, yeah, to an extent. I mean I'm going to see it. Just I'm just Duncan say. Jones is doing it. I'm going yeah, David, David Bowie's it, son. Why it's wouldn't you watch Warcraft. it? Like I I can't help it. I'm, I'm still yeah. we've I'm got still a date, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Me and you, you can come with us if you want. Yeah. I might do. Yeah. If we, if come along. I don't think it's gonna be great. I just point that out. No, no neither do I, but I need to see it. I need
0: to see it. Yeah. Need is the word as well. <laughs> it's one of these things I just need to see this through. it's got a one hundred percent hit rate as a
1: director, so it's okay. Come not on. Doing, not imagine doing if it not doing. Imagine man. if it turned out to be like a really contemplative existential crisis movie like Moon. That'd be amazing Have if you... it was just an orc like, questioning his tusks. Have you seen <laughs> <laughs> We could. Have you seen the trailer though? No.
2: I don't care enough. It's not. I'm just going to watch not that. it. It's, yeah. not, it's not gonna be that But
0: no. it's fine it's fine it's fine everything's yeah. fine anyway if you fancy me saying some of the same things I just said again mm-hmm. uh, but wearing a suit jacket and a lovely pink background then oh, the I'll right. go cool ghost to watch yeah. it. The yeah. production values on this video are pretty nice I'm quite happy with it I, I felt like a really Warcraft cutscene. No, I felt really good. It was actually t- two weeks ago now, a week mm. ago. I, I felt really great. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do a video. Gonna do a video. Record a video. That's great." And then I just you felt know it like, feels
2: great. Mike back. Yeah, I <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> like messed up the muscles in my back spectacularly, which is why if you're listening to Souls, there's been no episodes for two weeks. We weren't being yeah. lazy. I had an accident <laughs> and uh, had to go to hospital temporarily, but everything's fine now, and the podcast is back in action. Yeah, boy. So, uh, what have you guys been playing? Well, speaking of Blizzard, you've been playing
2: Overwatch,
1: sure, and I want it? to hear lots about Overwatch. Let's, Let's get, get back right on here. the Blizzard yeah. train. Yeah,
2: sure. So, I think this is partly because I I went to my first BlizzCon this year, and I have been sort of indoctrinated into like people there were saying they they don't they don't just like playing games; they like playing Blizzard games, and I feel like I feel like some of that is kind of just. Being <laughs> Are you making in my brain this an now. intervention? <laughs> is Help that what me? you want? You know? <laughs> no, Overwatch is is really great. It's slightly annoying in the fact that it's currently in a closed beta and the the way they're inviting people is is, is slow and unpredictable at the moment. Um, but it's coming out, like, early next year. And from what I've played so far, it's it's brilliant. So it's their multiplayer shooter. It's going to be on PC and consoles as well. And seems like it's a cross between a kind of MOBA or, like, Team Fortress style. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what it is. This is, this yeah.
0: is.
1: I mean, that's my major question is, like, I'm not a huge MOBA fan. But okay, Overwatch speaks to me. Sure. Well, I am not I need to care about the nitty-gritty of MOBA-style stuff.
2: Uh, not only when it comes to the characters. So, so the basic setup, at least, uh, especially what what they're showing in the beta at the moment, there's two modes: there's like like uh, point capture and uh, payload, which is actually just a Team Fortress mode that they've they've quite clearly um, borrowed. <laughs> and yeah, it is. So it's set up like Team Fortress. You, the teams take it in turn to attack and defend, and that wouldn't really interest me that much, despite the, the high production value and the fact that the 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 kind of the trailer they released so far looks like a freaking Pixar movie. Oh, my God. I've watched so that so many times. They're doing...
1: They're Speaking doing, of their cutscenes.
2: They're doing a whole series of animated shorts based around this character, oh switch, which is going to be good. Um, but... Because <laughs> I've never played Team Fortress 2, but I love no, the are. characters. Yeah, exactly. Like... Yeah, yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm not actually that big into Team Fortress 2. The, the thing that got me with Overwatch is the, the fact that... Um, so, there are four different types of characters that you can pick. But within those roles, similar to a MOBA, there are a whole bunch of characters. In fact, there's 21 at the moment, and there will be more um, you know, after the game launches. So there's just a huge amount of variation in terms of how each character plays, like moves around the map, mm-hmm. uh, how they interact with each other, and it that that bit just reminds me of picking my character in Dota 2. Like they they all have. You know, they will have the, fit into these general positions. So what are, what are the four kind of classes you've got then? So you've got tank, uh, support, uh, offensive and defensive. Um, sure. And offensive and defensive, I actually don't think is the best way to describe how those characters how? work. I mean, I was going to say, what's the difference there uh, between a tank and defensive? Uh, so a, a defensive character is usually something like there's there's a character that can literally turn into a turret. <laughs> um, right. So, so you'll you want to set up in a, uh, probably get a good stationary position to set up um, and... Uh yeah, you that character it can't because there's that that the element of setting up before it can do its its big attack, it's not very good at moving um like with, gotcha, with the gotcha. payload or whatever. So you're defending points Well I'll
0: just say I've i I've been basically following people on, on Twitter talking about Overwatch quite a lot mm-hmm. and uh I've heard some really mixed stuff about it. One of the things I have heard is that it's apparently and this may have been something they started to tweak already in the okay. beta, but I've heard that it's not a lot of fun to play support. And yeah. That's an interesting thing in the fact that basically for those of you who don't follow kind of MOBAs or anything like mm-hmm. this one of the nice things about those these games is that you can play the kind of glory hunting characters, the characters who go and score the goals, basically. Sure. But if you want, you can just play the characters who just make sure that everyone else is having a nice time, keeping people with health, keeping people uh, comfortable, be looking after the heroes so they can shine. Basically like being a squire to a knight. Sure. Um, and it's always a lot of fun. One of the things I liked about those 2 is... Um, it's a lot of fun to play that character, that yeah. role.
2: The, the difference with with Overwatch at the moment, and this is something that they have talked about on our our, our tweaking. It's early days in the beta, to be mm-hmm. fair to them. Um, the the support characters, probably less than any other uh, type of character in the game, don't really have the same ability to show off as much. So like the, you know, those big game changing moments that support characters can totally do in modes. Yes. Yeah. Um, not they're not always. Uh, visible, yeah, and and all, and also like that, it's always very obvious when you should use certain abilities. Um, like there's, uh, because you you get al- your ultimate ability similar to to Barbara's, but you get it much more frequently in uh, Overwatch. It it's usually the case that you'll use it like almost right away because that you, you want to keep charging up. Yeah, it's just it's just another one of your abilities. Whereas in in uh, mobas, I've always felt that like you you have the Your the opportunity to yeah. to completely change how how the the match is about to go. That's
0: that's a so bit like a generous like Enigma's to say. black hole or sure. Witch Doctor's kind of dong
2: dong dong dong. Yeah, uh, God, I miss I miss Dota sometimes, but <laughs> I, I just don't have the time. I I think I I I'd li- I I would like to see that improve, but. I, I still have fun with some of the support characters. They they aren't they aren't all the same in that respect. There I wonder how.
0: There. I really do wonder how much they can do about that because it's because it is fundamentally an FPS, and I think that FPSs are always about moving and shooting at mm-hmm. people. And if you've got a character where it's like, well, you don't have to shoot at people, then that's fine. But is there? A, how do you make that fun? You, like the, I guess all, you're
2: shooting your own team. All, all the support characters um, have uh, like an offensive. Um, oh sure. You're, like you you're always. Um, Shooting at people and and continue to d- do damage As well as performing whatever role you're, you're doing Except for one that is kind of designed around the medic in Team Fortress 2 um, She can switch to like an offensive ability But um, yeah, her character in particular is one of the ones that I'd say is a little bit dull for me um, yeah. Because you, you feel like you, you know you, you you make some important decisions in terms of who you're healing And when you use your your more flashy abilities But really it, the decisions are pretty straightforward I, I can't look at a character uh, someone playing that character and go that person's amazing at playing this role. Right. And that's that's where the support characters seem to let themselves down. Think, yeah. Whereas a lot of the other types of characters um, really do have those moments. I think that's the interesting thing about this kind of game as well. Is, you know, I actually played Dota for about
0: 950 hours, which made me still just a complete noob. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing in the eyes of most people. But what was wonderful about it is there's is so much... Um, you know, It's fun at first, but then there's so much politics to do with the roles. And it's not just this case of being like, oh, you're playing this badly. It's more that like these roles need to exist. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're playing a game and if somebody doesn't pick one of the support roles in your yep.
2: team, people are angry already so, just because they haven't got the composition. This is actually one of the things that I think Overwatch does really fucking well. In, uh, I think it realises that it is a different kind of game and because of that it allows hero switching mid-game which I went into thinking I would hate because I've I played quite a lot of Dota 2, not as much as you, but enough to like be of the mindset that like you pick your character and you like that is an important decision at the beginning of the game and you need to prove that you can play it and fit into this team that that everyone else has kind of picked around you. Um, And there, there is some of that in overwatch, but it's also about adapting to what the other team has picked and, and figuring out how to, how to counter them. And that is a whole layer of strategy on top of it. So it's the kind of meta game I can get into. It's like, because I'm not, I don't like the sort of
1: shifting narrative of Dota's outside of games. That always bothered me. I'm just not, it doesn't, Resonate with me at all, but the idea of watching another team and going "fuck, they've got that guy. I've
2: got to pick this yeah, guy." Yeah. That actually and really. So I, me. I remember cool. in my first week um, playing it, uh, the turret character that I mentioned before. I probably made it sound a little bit more boring than than they actually are. I think a good player can can do interesting things with that. No, but no, you didn't. I was I just, just spacing out because I kept
0: thinking, "Oh, I'm really bad at that." Anything that any game that requires me. In a multiplayer, shooter to put
2: a turret in a certain place. I always just panic so and put it somewhere it's, it's useless. It's not. It's and it, yeah, and yeah, I, I get that. But um, that character when in the first week when people were just learning how each of the the different heroes worked, was just so, seemed so overpowered. In fact, I like I had this interview lined up at BlazCon, and one of my questions, like, I was immediately thinking, I need to. Told us about this because this this seems like bullshit. Like, what the fuck? How, these these guys have got to know how, about it? How do they, how do they not? They've how, got a disaster under their noses. How do they not know this? This is this is fundamental games That Chris Pratt is going to have to t- lay down some hard troops. Oh my god! And that's the world gone to. And seriously, every every this game you play Chris Pratt, nice alliance What do you got to say about guy <laughs> Every too oh good. <laughs> every uh, every game you play, the defensive team would have at least one of these characters. Sometimes two, like and. You know, if they set up an opposing corner or something, people would just walk into a choke point and you just get decimated. Oh, that's
1: interesting. So there's no like draft type. You can only have one
2: kind of one character. Yeah, I don't. Like, at least in the modes that they've got so far. Ah. Um, and once again, so that seemed like a really like that sounds that seems shit. I thought this the, the, the game is really going to struggle with that. Up until about a week into it, people suddenly realise... Shit! That character actually has some really obvious counters. So mm. it, it's a turret that like puts a shield in front of it. So if you're trying to attack it head on, it's got a freaking big machine gun. It's it's a turret. It's gonna it's gonna hurt you. Go around behind. There are characters that, that really specialize at traveling around the map. Like there's a character called Farrah who has a jetpack, and you can uh, perhaps use her to like take a different route and and find your way behind. There's a character that can uh, become invulnerable for like three seconds or something, and so That's if you can lot, get close yeah. enough use invulnerability and literally travel through the the shield of the turret, they can't, um, like, uh, get up and move. Yeah, get out of this, get out of turret mode quickly enough before you just destroy them. And there are, there are a bunch of characters that I I can think of, like, four really obvious counters to that turret. And suddenly, like, the whole metagame shifted, like, within a week. And, I loved it. Like I went from think, really worried that this hero was switching. No, that sounds good to me. To it, as it. I
0: say, like one of the earliest problems that people have with games like League of Legends or Dota is actually when they don't know what they're doing, they pick the wrong character. Yep. Suddenly it's like you've you've set off a nuclear bomb, and you've got all these people shouting at you. And the thing is, if you're new to the game, mm-hmm. you probably even if you've done tutorials and stuff, you probably still don't understand what you've done wrong. And
2: and yeah, you you need to be invested in in the community outside of the game to even keep up with that. So at least now things. these guys, if they really care about it, they can just change to the character sure. that
0: the team needs. Mm. And, and, and shut up People <laughs> people have been really good at that in my experience um, I, well, I, It'll be fascinating to see how it does when it goes out into the wild Because the big problem with MOBAs is yes they attract a huge audience But they also attract like the worst
1: audience you know, it's, um, it's weird like, because we've talked previously about how It's an evolving thing We've talked previously about how Destiny is a really nice community yep. And this week's the first time I've seen a few people suddenly going I'm really sick of the community in Destiny uh, like, reacting to changes, talking on forums and stuff. Sure. Now that it's sort of codifying outside of the game, there seems to be, like, an emerging toxic streak. And you're like, oh, no, it can happen to anyone. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so, just because they found a place to settle. Exactly. It's that thing of... It's basically just... The only solution is not allowing people to talk. Yeah, exactly. Complete censorship of the yeah, world. That's interesting. <laughs> Complete censorship. <laughs> and then we will have a nice time.
2: Overwatch oh, oh, has fun. has pushed talk as as standard and Ooh. has been. Yeah, oh, you can turn it off. Like, you can go into, go into options okay. and. I mean, you're the in the beta. Beta. Yeah, betas, Yeah, close betas. Yeah, and it, that, that is the thing. And it has been nice and often useful. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I know, It'll be interesting. The, the, that game is is gonna face a real challenge once it goes public and also like Blizzard are really hoping that this can be another esport contender um, so, and I think oh, sorry I, I, I think I think it, it it looks very promising but I probably thought that about Heroes of the Storm which really has mm. struggled to be the third most popular MOBA which I'm not even sure if it is maybe Smite's bigger
0: no is. it probably is yeah, yeah. I mean it's uh, I didn't really have much interest in, in Heroes of the Storm it, it felt like very light and very fun but mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird. It's like, my question with Heroes of Storm was, who's it for? Yeah. Apart from Blizzard fans, because it has great fan service. Yeah. But it simplifies what a MOBA is so much. But then you think, well, why? Because- but Hearthstone does that for Magic the Gathering and is enormous. That's true. So- but I guess the difference is that Magic the Gathering isn't enormous these days. Yeah. Whereas like... You- well, no, uh, in, in, it is in, it. Like, in the video game landscape. Right. Or, uh, not in video games. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. that is that's about, very fair. Yeah. Well, MTGO is like...
1: like Millions and millions of dollars, but again, that's a destiny-like silent community. So yeah, no, I mean it's still
0: it's still a big it's a big community, sure, yeah. but it's more like I'm talking about like League of Legends.
2: Yeah, uh, and it's the not fact on the that Twitch I'm very much. Well, like, no, that's fair. Like, and that, you... that for me is the defining thing for for an esport Isn't the big tournaments because Call of Duty has a big tournament every year. At Heroes of the Storm. They pump loads of like official money into doing big Blizzard tournaments. Yeah, mm. but for me, like the difference is. The getting community that wants to watch these pro players on their like training days just playing practice games. And like League of Legends, Dota 2 have that every single day. Half Halfstone has a yeah. pretty decent following um, for that kind of stuff.
0: I've got to say, that the culture surrounding a lot of it is just, I think, just awful. Like I what think, esports or, or? yeah, mm. I think it's just the it's like the worst well, of games yeah. and the worst of sports. We saw a man get strangled this week. So. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, like yeah, you know, a guy a guy who was supposed to be an esports journalist. I mean, admittedly, he's not really a journalist. He's a, a Breitbart worker. Um, <laughs> but he, he strangled one of the people that he was supposed to be covering, and there's there's it's not sure whether or not the how the altercation started. But I think even if somebody Strangling's bad
1: Yeah Let's know our colours to I the last. Yeah. I
0: kind of feel like Even if I was like interviewing someone And they tried to start a fight with me I don't think I'd strangle them <laughs> like, I just think It's not what you
1: do really As a, as a journalist do you but, know what um, the best Viewing community On the internet remains to be? Bob Ross Salty Bet Salty Bet I went back to Salty Bet this week That is the greatest thing That's happened to video games Maybe ever Better than I- Better than Mouse to Move
2: Mouse to look I should say Mouse to all t- of that I think it's really hard to tell on on Twitch in particular because Twitch more than YouTube has a real problem with once a stream gets big enough the the chat becomes worthless it's all like mm. like in like mm. shitty jokes and and like the the most immediate worst comments you can yeah. Oh, imagine. I, got, so I, I
0: would I would have actually like quit my job last year if I lived in America like just the threat of like being I mean with Twitch there's so much like people trying to swap people or people pretending <laughs> If even if I even if it didn't happen, even if I thought that there was a risk that a swap team might turn up to my house at night, mm. I would not do this. <laughs> I would stop. I'd just be out. I'd go. I'd be like, I'm
2: going to make commercial videos about fruit or something. I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking care. I, I also don't think Twitch is is a fair representation of the community as a whole. No, it's I, not. I, the, no. Once again, I'm going to do. Oh god, I need to start doing this. I I generally do sound pretty much the like seeing the the competitions at BlizzCon. Like people would. Genuinely, is having a lovely time. I know, and that, course, like that kind yeah. of stuff is really promising. Of
0: yeah. course, I think it's just more like, you know, with eSports and with eSports Heroes and stuff, you just look at... I mean, you watch documentaries about them and stuff, and it's just like, these are mad
1: kids. What? It's sports. Yeah. Sports in general. This is yeah. what
0: happened. Like, I support Tottenham Hotspur, and
1: I got really happy about a game, and then heard that our fans had stabbed someone, stabbed a child after a game the other day. And you're like... <laughs> brings me down a bit <laughs> it's not quite what I liked after a 4-1 victory we didn't need to stab a child that's that's bad it's, it's no, like com- yeah. vicarious competition is like a, a terrifying drug for some people yeah
0: uh, and, and maybe that's why Salty Bat has the best audience because they're it's inherently just, pointless and stupid yeah exactly
1: they're laughing random at, they're laughing at AI yeah it's it's really odd Uh, But yeah, Uh, just to get sexy for a second, Mm -hmm. Chris, uh,
2: what's the free to play architecture like in Overwatch? (laughs) So it's not free to play. Is it not? No, uh, this was revealed just Is before it? this free project. to buy.
0: If you lo- want to spend money, You scrub.
1: I think. I think free. Wasn't that something that Satoruato once said? Free to buy. <laughs> I think that was a thing he said. <laughs> free to start. Oh, free to start. Yeah, that's that it. was it. Yeah. Sorry, and that's kind of stuck.
2: Actually, I think that's how Apple describes oh, yeah, uh, their Um But yeah, the, it, it looked, for all intents and purposes, that it was going to be a, a free to play game with, with with maybe microtransactions, hopefully cosmetic ones. Mm. Um, it turns out It is a, a Paid for game And so It's coming out On consoles as well right Yes yeah. I think that that's probably A big driving force behind it There is a digital version On the PC Which is slightly cheaper the, huh. You get all the So this is the weird thing And this is actually Something I ran into uh, During my interview They They worded it Very carefully And this I actually think Stems from the fact That they don't really know How popular it's going to be yet mm. And how cool they can be About microtransactions Because that's You need to be popular To be cool Yes right? When it comes to microtransactions, um, like the so they worded very carefully. Said that when you buy the game, you'll get all 21 heroes, but there are going to be more heroes after that, and yeah. we don't know how they're going to introduce them to the community. The moment they That's say good, "Isn't it six quid each?" That sounds
1: but like you, sounds it sounds like evolved. It doesn't.
2: It doesn't work. <laughs> That's basically evolved. It doesn't work in in Overwatch because I said you know the the game's all about this how fluidly you can switch between yeah. characters and how. Some of them have such obvious counters. Like, there'll be a character that's doing really well in a game. You'll need to switch to someone that can feel yeah. that. The moment you have that decision you go, oh, crap, that's a character I need to buy, the whole thing falls apart. Oh,
1: wow, well, you and made I, me really worried about the game I was
2: excited for. I don't think they want to do it. That's why they haven't uh, come out and said it either way. I think the game needs to be, pop- needs to be popular enough that they can sell cosmetics in it is actually viable. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if they know it. I don't know if they know it will be. Which is is weird because yeah in my interview I asked them and I got them the vaguest of vague answers mm. um, yeah they probably just don't know at this point do they they they, they don't they don't they, they don't know how how many people are gonna buy it no obviously they, yeah. they, they they still don't really know the console market that well even though Diablo did well that's the thing like the they master, don't know who's gonna buy overwatch the
1: Masterstroke is releasing it on console in my In my mind, like especially like a Blizzard
0: game on console is an exciting thing. I worry though that a name like Overwatch and
2: the counter style of what it is that just screams to me failed game. Overwatch is the worst. It it is in a genre of failed games yeah. for sure cuz it's going up against let's let's run through some of them it's going up against uh Battleborn that's the one from 2K Battleborn's dead in yeah. the water what's going to happen it's going up against Battlecry which is that out uh May I think all right with well, similar time then yeah. um, uh, it's going up against Battlecry which Battle professor Cry. already said they they're reevaluating gigantic got, gigantic which is Xbox one exclusive i think and Windows 10 but and yeah. windows 10 <sighs> As, mm-hmm. And then they're they're going up against uh, paladins as well, which is from the same people that made Smite. Like that, those there isn't enough room in this genre that hasn't actually proven that it's popular new. yet <laughs> for for that many games with such shit names. Yeah, <laughs> I it's think mad. I don't. I don't bet against Blizzard there though. That's the only thing. I think no, Blizzard are no. are perhaps big enough to carry any. Oh like yeah,
1: Blizzard don't start their first new franchise in what? Also, a million years. All their
2: games have bad names. <laughs> True. Warcraft th- and Starcraft I- are. I- is a terrible name. I think PC. is like an in- an in joke for them. It's like yeah. a reference.
0: I reckon PC. Sure. Yep. I don't know. I just feel like um, I don't know. There's something about the, the name and the box. I haven't seen the box art, but I just sort of feel like It reminds me a bit of Dreamcast era. There's something about it that's you know that kind of like. Have you, seen, I don't know, reminds, have you seen the first trailer? It reminds me of
1: uh, th- the 360 post-Gears. Yeah. Binary Domain and shit. Yeah, that's, like,
0: that's the other part. And that's, to be honest, Binary Domain really is a is a reflection of that. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Binary Domain really, at the time, just thought, oh my God, this is so fucking Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, actually, that's yeah, why that's I good. loved it. But it's that kind of, there's a combination of the wrong name and the wrong character art, which just... You, I've, traditionally, I've gone,
2: console art just means... Dead. I've done a 180 on, on the, the character art since I've seen, like, that they are going to release some amazing trailers for oh, the yeah, game. No, oh, I, I love f- it. I think the
1: Overwatch art is beautiful, got, but the name is terrible. Yeah,
2: I agree with that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I had no idea it wasn't free to play that.
0: Yeah, it oh, it looked so like it. Free to put your hand in
2: your pocket and buy something for once yeah. yeah. in your life. Oh, Jones. my God. <laughs> oh, this game looks really good. I don't want to buy it. Get it free I <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: can't get it for a download on the free. <laughs> yeah. No, because, it, like, it's interesting. Like, uh, It's not in any way an enticing prospect. It kind of falls into the same category, but um, I really thought it was an amazing thing when they announced Fable Legends was going to be free-to-play because it is a game with Fable in the name, which people like. Yeah. It's not going to do well because people are going to open it and go, this isn't Fable, though. But to see a big console developer going, here's a free-to-play game with close-to-Valve-style like yeah, approaches to free to play don't sound bad in yeah Fable it's Legends got hero rotation is the only sure. major you know it's, it's League of Legends yeah, as League opposed Legends. to Dota yeah. Um, but yeah I think that's a huge step and I thought Overwatch might fall into a similar camp mm. but clearly not yeah but, Fable Legends is people
0: have gone about that yeah mm, that's incredible. been
1: in beta for a year I yeah. kind of
0: find it quite hard to understand Um, to, to I don't really gauge it anymore cause, because I don't have an Xbox One and mm-hmm. I still don't really have an interest in getting one Um. I just I I permanently ignore most kind of exclusive Xbox stuff just because I know I'm not going to play it. But then it means that I don't know I can't tell when I'm thinking, "Oh, I haven't think about that." It's mm. like is it cuz you don't care or is it because it's quite. I, quiet? I like, I'm very very quiet.
2: I right?
1: think there's a studious quietness to yeah. Fable Legends. Um
2: I don't I, know it, why. It's in a I think it's it's in a post evolve wor- world. I think of the, the evolve well, flopping um, that hard freaked out a lot of people cuz Yeah, but I there were, there were, was it that when Bioware going to do a yes four or they five were versus gonna, one game and then was it Shadow something Shadow that Bail was supposed to, that had a demo and everything and then yeah. Fable Legends isn't a million miles away with this kind of it's a great shame actually because
0: Left for Dead was incredible mm. and Left for Dead Two was incredible and obviously marketing is all about being able to uh, estimate your your return. An investment. And uh, obviously what happened with Evolve was they kind of based it on Left 4 Dead Mm -hmm. and thought we can make money from this as a product. Then it flopped so hard. And now, unfortunately, means that, yeah for a while, you're going to have a hell of a time trying to convince any marketing people that that kind of game yeah, is viable. And forgo- the forgotten thing here is that Evolve's flop
1: was not because it was a bad game. No, no, no. It was a really good game. Yeah, and what's funny about it... was about just it. the shittest
0: marketing in yeah. the world. And that's what's amazing about it is because the people have to greenlight this stuff yeah. are marketeers and yeah. the problem with Evolve was marketing. Yeah, it's and mad. They're never going to admit that. Yeah, it's insane.
1: <laughs> like... Just, I, they screwed up so many times in the process. I went of from being like that game. that game
0: looks amazing. Yeah. but just before the game came out, I was like, I oh, just fuck this game. Yeah, like,
2: and then the review said, oh, it's good, and I'm like, no, um, yeah. I just don't care. And and no, nobody is is playing it anymore. Nope. Um, it's yeah, and that 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 is it's really weird how this stuff happens when when these new genres that people think are going to work like I, I don't really want to of what sort of fits into this kind of moby shooter. Well, the thing, thing that Blizzard
0: are great at is goodwill and the thing that that they they fucked up with um I mean that's going to be like an amazing story in a few years time. I'm sure the story of evolve will be a probably an amazing yeah. documentary yeah. or book. But that just got went from being something quite exciting to just being the biggest fuck up in mm-hmm. such, so many
2: years. But uh yeah, I think it's different. I think it's just yeah, it's just uh, No, I just mean that the idea of the like people like uh, going all in on these on these genres that haven't proven that there really is uh, a base for them. Because although I really liked playing Evolve, I really mm. like playing Evolve with a group of people that I all knew, that I knew yes. everyone, and we all talked. That doesn't happen very often. No, I and, agree. And so the longevity it isn't really there, and yet there were suddenly a bunch of studios going after games of a similar idea. I think yeah. Rainbow Six Siege is going to flop because of that. Yeah. because it needs. You need people working together and talking together all the time, which is amazing. It's some of the best video games you'll have when it's, like, a group of mates. But then you go online and play with randoms. Yeah. And, like, is, is that any fun anymore? Yeah. Rainbow Six Siege
1: is, like, the coolest setup for a game that I... Have no interest in playing. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. I, if 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 the three of us played it right now,
2: I'm sure we'd have an a oh, god, gotcha. yeah. As well, the, the, the problem is,
0: and actually, there's a bunch of problems. But I think really the the big one is that it's not 2004, 2005 anymore. You know, I remember when Halo. I, I can't remember that when Halo three came out. I think it was around then. But when Halo three yeah. came out, it was actually probably later than that. Yeah, it was a bit later. I think when it came out, it was one of those things where I remember you went on Xbox Live. everyone was playing Halo 3 and it was I think if there was just less games and there were less games that were fucking great Mm -hmm. and it meant that when these games came out you didn't have to scramble around being like let's find some friends everyone was on yeah I played Halo 2 for a year like that was it like everyone had it and And now you don't get that and now you get I mean I liked it because you get that with Destiny a bit Mm. every now every time there's a new expansion suddenly everyone's on Destiny and it means you can do this thing of just playing with friends it's kind of what
1: now that I think about it it's kind of what made Monster Hunter so special for me at the start of this year because this, there's something endearing about how hard it is to get that game sorted for a multiplayer. <laughs> group. That once you've got one, everyone's yeah, in it. Everyone's yeah. like, "Fuck it, we're going to do this every day." Like, yeah. and we did. For I just played my brother loads.
0: Yeah, but I, I wonder. It's not just about the. It's it's partly there's too many games. Everyone's doing stuff like I got really annoyed because I got um. And that's, that's the wrong way, but I got bloody. Um, oh Black god, Ops, zombies! I got yeah. Black Ops 3, and I've had a bit of a go on Black Ops 3 on my own. Yeah. First level of the campaign is oh, fucking amazing. Yeah. Just like unbelievably ridiculous bullshit. You're just shooting robots coming out of red mist, and yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> This is actually amazing. I played it really drunk with my mate on a <laughs> split screen co op. We were going to play zombies, but you couldn't do that split screen. Oh, uh, of course, yeah. So we just played the campaign and we were just rolling about laughing. Yeah. It was just it
1: was such... so stupid. I mean, it gets much worse, unfortunately, but yeah. But um, uh, it's worth it. Um, yeah,
0: we will play zombies.
1: No, then, I know, but the thing is, the this is, this is the problem. Is there's is a millionaires. Now,
0: games? Um, we've had the rise of the big game. Mm. So now I'm like, oh, I want to play some Call of Duty with some friends. Mm. And then you're all on Fallout 4. Yeah. Um, because. These all-encompassing single-player oh, yeah. experiences are now fighting for oxygen with these tight four-player core things. And
1: actually, yeah, no, that's a really... And it's a really interesting sec- like dichotomy. You have two types of game. You have four-player com- uh, multiplayer games or you have single-player games that take 300 hours to finish. Yeah. Like, that's the two games this year. It's weird. We were putting, uh, as all websites are at the moment, we're all debating our game of the year lists. Mm-hmm. And you look at it and you go, 2015, everyone has the same list. There's no was no. Not, that's a pretty very interesting. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're know, you're cool though. <laughs> you're cool guy. No, but like, cool gamer. Oh, no, <laughs> nice. Like, uh, in terms of like the upper echelons, where it's always gonna, you know, it's the the big RPGs that yeah. came out yeah, sure. and a cut. You know, her story everyone loved and Invisible Inc everyone loved uh, and then some other stuff that's
2: actually been a problem I think the reason ours are all a bit different is because not everyone had the time to play all the big RPGs and mm. there's been so many there's Well, this is, so many. this is what I think that's why you've got lots of people having the same things is because
0: you've got these different types of games that either like these big all encompassing RPGs that have been so many of them that if you've just played those you've played fucking nothing else yes. this year yeah. but then also stuff like Her Story where it's like it's cheap it's over in three hours I love those games so much. Yeah. I do because they're a palate cleanser yep. in a sea of way too much stuff. I wish like Gone Home would come out this year. I <laughs> could just be like, "Oh, it's
1: two hours long. It was so good and sumptuous and interesting." Yeah, like
0: I love that stuff. I mean, it's it's difficult because I mean, I've just been playing a lot of Persona Four Golden, and I'll That's talk deep. about that um,
2: probably next week with that, Quins. That isn't that a like sixty-hour yeah. game or something? Yeah, but I
0: had like. Like the the, mus- the muscles in my, in my spine oh, <laughs> okay, so, right right, all, right. I suppose
1: right. it's also actually Persona 4 is an interesting one because it splits itself into distinct sections anyway doesn't yes. it so you've got like a sense of how it progresses Yeah, not, it's not Fallout where you're going from one place and then you go I'm just going to go over there and then it's nine hours later Like, yeah
0: it's, it's addictive because it's just like day by day it's mm. like a calendar year I'll, I'll talk about that game yeah. when Quinns is here because I know sure. he's played and loved it a lot yeah. more um, it's but- a JRPG that's, yeah, that's my only contribution And I'm thinking like, like, I, I quite fancy the look of like Xenoblade um, This is my terror I, Is this
1: week You know you don't I get ha- into
2: the mech For like 40 hours Yeah or something like I that. know
1: right And I I'd These written, games are so
2: big I, Everything's so big I had written <laughs> I had written off Xenoblade Guys we need to work out How to freeze time <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm serious I genuinely haven't Like I haven't been able to Complete I, I, I haven't started in Fallout like, Yet I haven't been able to Complete The Witcher 3 Or Metal I'm not here, doing Fallout like
0: I haven't started
1: Witcher 3 <laughs> And uh, Help me! I finished Witch Three. I still haven't finished Hearts of Stone, and I need
2: to because it's going to be the best. And I want to, I want to know, I want to think that, but yeah. I, I, I haven't like the. I just didn't have like a weekend to spend with The Witcher 3. I mean, i I, I, this
0: this must be now like all these people who've made these like amazing four player online experiences because they were the biggest thing a few years ago. Yeah, and now just going, oh fuck off when they look at like The Witcher 3, Fallout 4, all these gigantic games of being like, how can we? Yeah, it's not because the problem is you're not competing for one person's time, you're competing for like everyone's time Mm -hmm. because that person needs to have their friends free. Yeah, I think the way Steam does it is quite smart of being like bundle
2: deals of being like, buy four copies of this. Yeah, but even though that's a bit weird because so it's like this is why I think I said Rainbow Six Siege is probably going to flop I think you know that's that's a full price game that you're you're buying and you need like three other people to also buy mm. probably to have an nice yeah.
1: <laughs> but this is why Overwatch being
2: to come right back this is why Overwatch being free to play made
1: sense to me because like uh, you know you look at so people are still playing fucking Warframe because it's free Warframe's bollocks the idea of like a Pixar MOBA made by Blizzard for free is genius. Like that's that's
0: it. Everyone's playing that game. Yeah, I, if it's good.
1: If but like it's good. It's Yeah, good. just one of those things. Yeah, there.
0: I mean I I found the same thing playing StarCraft 2, is hmm. the fact that it's got this really cool new co Yeah, mode. yeah. So you can basically do these missions where it gives you the sense of you playing like online hmm. a bit because you know the AI is not bad. Yeah. But it's got this... also this nice thing of the fact that you have different characters so it splits up the races into different characters so that you don't always get the full roster of that race's units. But, as you play, and as you do these missions, and they're kind of like you just choose one from a random list, Mm. and it plays you a mission like, stop the drains, or block the crystals, and it's all just usual shit. But you level up, and then your character gets new things. Uh, Which means like you unlock new units to your roster, or just like mad... Or like all the you know the stuff you get in the single player campaigns of being like, Oh you can do this and so like massively overpowered stuff that yeah. it never puts in the multiplayer, yeah, sure. it slowly adds that, but it has this nice thing of it being like, Okay, we you start off on normal difficulty, but then it's like once you've got a character like level seven, you've unlocked like five of the unlocks or whatever, like it starts to go, Hey, you can play on hard now. Like who, you, you, you played it with? You, you well to- that's the thing, is nobody's fucking on. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, so I see exactly what I was thinking when I I've that, played this I've got one friend, uh Martin Gaston, who used to be a journalist, who's uh he popped on and I was like, Oh will you play play with me? Play with me. I had to I had to really bug him. I, to, I mean he's a good friend, so I knew he wouldn't mind too much, but I was really like, Please play this with me. I want to see if it's good And it's this thing of being like yeah, it's crazy. This a game as as high profile as StarCraft Two, and i was just like, no
2: one's on it. Yeah, uh, hmm. no one I know anyway, you know. And it, I have difficulty. Is, enough... it, is it different this year, or is it just? I don't know. Like it, it feels like the, the the. I think it's the, like, like I think a big a big group of big RPGs that I feel like I need to have played. I think haven't...
1: it's just critical
2: mass this year.
1: Yeah, it's like you know, The Witcher and Fallout by themselves are and enough. And Metal Gear and and Metal Gear, yeah. and then you've got Mad Max, and you've got you know, sure. you've got lots of like, well, fucking Mad Max. Two years ago would not have been a B-list game. Yeah, like yeah. Assassin's
2: Creed is a fucking B-list game this year. Imagine if That's Shadow of Mordor comes out to like like no 2015. No one plays it it. That yeah, that it game would, that it would, would have been struggle gone. Shadow of Mordor
0: two will probably come out, and it might not just mean anything by then because there's too much stuff I mean I honestly think now and this is why I agree with Joe that I think Overwatch being free not being free to play is, is tricky mm-hmm. is the fact that I, I honestly think now that the only way you can have a, a an online cooperative based experience game that keeps an audience like a sensation is by having an ecosystem it isn't just enough to have a game that you buy and play with your friends anymore because those days are over you need to have an ecosystem that people visit like Destiny's great because I'm not playing it much anymore. Like, I now just get into it for a few days here and there and then forget about it for a while. But I like that. But when I'm in it, it's a nice little ecosystem that feels comforting. And Mm. I'm not going there to play with friends. I'm just going there to play and then my friends are there because they're going to play as well. And Dota was like that as well. It was the fact that, like, because it's so fun, you log on because you want to play Dota. And then, sure enough, other people who you know are also doing the same thing. And then you go, do you want to play? Mm. And they go, yeah. yeah.
2: And it's like... Do you think it needs free to play for that. I, Overwatch is doing that for me at the moment. Um, like, that is... I'm I'm getting the same free. The same sense. I am playing for free. But I don't know. I
0: If they can make it so I it's don't, really I fun to play not with your friends, then that doesn't matter. It yeah. is. It is. And that's for me, is why Destiny's great. People always say, oh, should I get Destiny? Because I don't play with my friends. I'm like, it's so much fun when you approach the high level stuff with friends and it's so much fun just to dick around with your mates doing nothing talking about not the game at all just talking bollocks while shooting stuff in the head but crucially I played most of that game late last year when I had a lot of time on my hands and I was sort of losing my mind Mm. for personal reasons and I just played it on my own all day and I loved it like just having that kind of the momentum of going around jet bike jump off shoot things in the head jet bike pick up treasure it's just it's a lovely little uh, lovely little thing to explore um, and but that's the thing is if you can't keep people in there and this is why with things like Rainbow Six Siege of being like you have to meet up get in a team with your friends and then play online yep. it's never going to fucking
1: work mm-hmm. if you can, like, and then it's stressful as well like that's another thing is yeah. it's just like stre- actually weird uh, this is if we, if we have time to talk about the games I've been playing stress has been a weird thing for me this week where I sure. suddenly go oh actually yeah games that stress me out I want to play way less than I used to like I used to challenge myself with stuff so like same. Yeah, so like uh I've been playing Codename Steam and Invisible Ink, which are both tactics Invisible RPGs. Hella stressful? Exactly. And this is this is it. It's like Invisible Ink is like two, 2 3 years ago. That's down to a T like perfect game for is, me. Right like, right now it is yeah. perfect game for me. I, it's I adore it's it. absolutely it's incredible. Really but playing some of those missions. Like I the first my first mission on my first ever go. I lost one of my agents and I had to restart because it obviously... I'm so sorry. It was, oh yeah, Decker. Oh. It was, uh, <laughs> but like, and I was just, I had to turn it off. I was just like, I don't want to retry. I feel really bad. And I don't know what it is about games being stressful that now gets to me. I'm just like, I have no time not to relax. It's, it, <laughs> yeah,
2: what I, mean. I know, it's, I, it, I get that. Since Enemy Unknown, I, I've chased... That feeling mm. more and more though I, I I want games to to kind of go down the Iron Man route like have a lasting impact. My my decisions need to matter and and I guess in a way I, I kind of want to feel stressed out whilst playing. I think hmm. the thing Some for me is things. I can only
0: do it in games like that now. Mm. So that's why I like Invisible Inc and I like XCOM because I have to play games where
2: the pace is at my leisure so I get really fucking
0: oh, stressed. But if I go, you know what? This is too much. I can just go and get a cup of tea that's the difference yeah.
2: between playing Invisible Inc and playing Starcraft 2 yeah mm. Starcraft Yeah, I agree with you though. if yeah. I win or lose a game in the first 10 minutes
0: of a Starcraft match fine if it goes on any longer than that I can't keep it my, my adrenaline levels just I collapse I just and I, I just I, I, I become like a, a fucking fritter I just sit there going uh, and I become paralysed by options and choices and I just I, I, I always lose because I can't deal with that sustained stress but it's interesting
1: because well. like yeah like the, the key difference between the two games I've been playing is Codename Steam is portable. So every time I'm on a train, I flip it open and I play a mission. And Is it good? I've heard really mixed things. It was weird. I mean, its major problem when it came out was that it had this insane decision to make you watch in real time an entire enemy turn. Oh, God. When, but the whole game's based on point of view. So you just wouldn't see anything for like 30 seconds. And it would just sit there and tick away, and that's mad, obviously. Yeah. So they updated it, and you can fast forward, and if nothing happens, it skips. Um, so that's fine now. As a tactics game, it's very weird and very interesting because it's huh. because it's because it is totally based on point of view. So you're aiming, you're uh, being able to tell where anything is and where anything can see you. Overwatch is like so. To put it this way, like the most interesting thing about it is that Overwatch on enemies. When they Overwatch see, being the, Overwatch the reaction being,
2: shot, not the Blizzard. Sorry, yes. Mobile yeah. okay. <laughs> What's the stupid name? Blizzard?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, they, a little like laser target comes out of them and starts coming at you. And if you come out and you see that, you can actually run back into cover and they won't hit you in it. It's not like an instant you have walked into their line of sight. So it's half action game inside a turn based game, which is really strange. That's interesting. Yeah. And it kind of works, it doesn't always. Um, but it's quite nice, and it feels like you have a bit more control over your tiny little squad than you usually would. And I like that. And so I'm playing on the train, and that's nice, and I'm doing a mission, and then I finish. And I go and do whatever I was going to go and do. With Invisible Ink, I'm sitting down and being involved in like some of the most like perilous heists of my life. And like avoiding guards by a square and stuff. And I just sit there going, fuck me, I need a coffee and like a brat burst and I need to not be near this
2: anymore because it's just too much. I sit there being like, this is legitimately like one of the only decent heist games I've ever played in my oh, life no, because of that feeling.
0: Don't get me wrong, it's the best heist game I've ever played.
1: Like It's incredible. I'm two
0: or three hours in and I know that. I actually yeah, like, have I've not played much of it. Mm. I played it when it was in early access and thought, this is amazing. They've done yeah.
2: an incredible job of... Uh, keeping it fresh as well even since launch like all the characters or almost all of them have uh, alternate kind of loadouts to start with which completely change how the games feel it's basically Mm. like a whole new set of characters to play around with and then they've since done an expansion called Contingency Plan I think Mm. Uh, which actually just legit introduces new characters Um, and and there's there's loads of you, like, you can go back to it now, even if you played it when it first came I out. I think there are still know, plans food. that we're going to do a series for it on Cool Ghosts with a, su- me and Quinn Quince Quinn's just done a, a fantastic video about the elevators in that game, mm. um, which I'd recommend people watch as well.
0: Yeah, that was it. an old Cogwatch video, wasn't yeah. it? I are, think it
1: was on RPS. Are we at the point where we can say Clay are, like, one of the best developers in the world? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. insane. I mean, they are. Their hit rate is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, Mark the Ninja, Invisible Ink, Don't Starve.
0: Uh, yeah. well who's done that well you know that Nels Anderson yeah, yeah. is. yeah he's the guy who does uh, yeah well, I mean but I they, don't know that guy so I'm not full disclosure biased. that guy's yeah. a dick i played <laughs> with him
1: full disclosure we hate that guy <laughs> and we still
0: think the games are amazing Um
1: yeah it's yeah and they're unbelievable. The and they, incredible, sorry uh, yeah no they didn't do Don't Starve but no they did do yeah, Don't did. Starve but Cappy have done the new uh, Cappy, another amazing indie studio, have done their new
0: expansion, which yeah. I think
1: is the coolest thing. In the and world. apparently, that's
0: really interesting, like all C and stuff. Yeah, it's like a I've never played thing. Don't Starve, oh, so, so I good. kind of figure at some point, actually, it might be nice to play. That's stressful too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I know what you mean. I think it's it's when you are already like stressed in your day to day. that I think sometimes actually, it's really nice to have things that. that really chill you out and mm-hmm. I think that's why I've been getting back into JRPGs a bit because they're big but yeah. you always know exactly what you're getting you know into and, they work. and their stories are stupid yeah it's <laughs> kind of dumb there's no fun. peril yeah like I mean I, I uh, really enjoyed playing uh, Danganronpa which is basically oh, not really a JRPG it's like a kind of it's like a visual gr- kind of novel of, yeah
1: it's kind of Ace Attorney-ish isn't it yes. a, in, I mean I
0: know it's got different mechanics and stuff it's but. like a bad Ace Attorney <laughs> uh, with fun characters and a lot of spunk Interesting, uh, but no, I, it's it's. I really liked it. It's just it's just kind of silly and mad and full of really stupid ideas. And
2: uh, I've... it's got a deaf name that I've never been one hundred percent confident about saying out loud. That's I think that's it's my... Rampa, but I don't. Uh, know. That's, that sounds oh, legit. Heard it. Yeah. Um, but they have like it has like a, a bear
0: in it. That's like the, the, the headmaster of school and kill. he's just a serial killer yeah bear isn't it, about, it's, it you all and... it's a school where every <laughs> student
1: is like the best at something so there's like yeah. the ultimate chef and the yeah.
0: ultimate like darts player or something yeah <laughs> like... it's exactly it it's yeah. like all the best people at these weird things all come to one place and then you're trapped there and there's a, a homicidal bear um, it's really it sounds awesome. like a terrible school it, it sounds a like a really bad villainy. school like,
1: well, why, why would you want to be the best at something and not go to a school specialised in that thing yeah, because you're, the the be- you're already the
2: best at it. Yeah, but. Like- are going to learn?
1: Well, it is all explained well, in the story. You've,
0: I mean, you've got a lack of ambition there. <laughs> You'd perhaps. have
2: to be the professor. You want to be better the than best you at it. Interesting. Yeah.
0: But I enjoyed that because it was basically <laughs> just reading. It's a game yeah. of reading mm. and occasionally doing things, um, which is not very stressful. Yeah. And the story is bollocks, but I enjoyed it and I played it through because I wanted to see how the story
1: ended. <sighs> if you want to play a really nice. Visual novel. Have you ever played Attack of the Friday Monsters?
0: You know, I didn't actually get into that that much. Oh, it's so good. I quite liked it, it's but so I found it a bit too twee for
1: me. Oh, it made me want to be a Japanese child in the 80s. It was brilliant. <laughs> no, that's no, so I, I kind of liked
0: it, but what annoyed me about that game was the way they tried to flesh it out by having those little shiny collectible things Oh, that the sucked. Ground. Yeah. They come- and I, unfortunately, am just, I have no defence against that. <laughs> like, when I see those things, I need to run around and collect them. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, running around all this fucking... Twee little Japanese town, picking up these shiny objects that I know I don't need mm. oh, and will do nothing, but I can't stop it. Well, they help you
2: play quite a bad card game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to play. Yeah, um, I think I'm past that stage. I think I can ignore a collectible nowadays. I can't. I got wish a I could. S- play Attack of the Friday monsters. And actually, one of the yeah, only right.
0: thing problems I have with Persona is it's this lovely thing of you trying to manage your weekly calendar, manage your daily calendar. Of what you're going to do? What are you going to spend your life? You're going to get a job? You're going to spend time with your friends? I don't know are you going to do these things I don't and know it, it's this lovely precisely it's this lovely sense of like, you can't do everything in life what do you want to do mm. which person do you want to be friends with because you can't be friends with everyone you, you said
2: this wasn't stressful I, this is way more stressful than it, but that's the problem is it does <laughs> get a know. bit
0: stressful because, because you win. start to realise that you can optimise it and you can be like oh, I'll do this and I'll spend my afternoon doing this and it's annoying because you start to treat your life like a machine and it kind of removes some of the magic of, of what the game is supposed to be
2: like uh, this is Italian professional I read off a couple of text messages that I just got on my phone whilst we were recording this sure this is just caught. This is from Gav Murthy. Just caught oh, up God. on episodes five and six of Subdiffused Diaries. You horrible little snake. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable. Are they text messages? Yeah. Not WhatsApp. Text messages
1: Oh, use well that's even more invasive to yeah. me somehow. He really? paid money for them. Fuck.
2: He would that if he was on credit.
0: <laughs> if it was fifteen years ago. And right? you
2: And you always gonna derail it then, sorry. That's
0: No, fine. it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, no, it does it does. That's these things do get stressful because you start to realise that you're like, Oh, I can do this and then it occasionally does the mad thing of being like, Oh, it's summer holidays now, and it just jumps a week and you're like, No, it, like, does I this wanna be at school. It, yeah, but <laughs> terrible school simulation. Yeah, but I, I kind of one of the things I really like about it is how how like it doesn't make sense in england in the fact mm. that like it has all of this like it's very japanese culturally in the fact that i find it interesting that so many of these japanese games are based on school and i think that a lot of that comes back to uh fancies of coming of age and fancies of being like you know being back at school but being popular and having and really the best sexy girls, girls really like you awesome hair um, And yeah, so I think a lot of it is kind of slightly kind of like if I could turn back time, share style, and slightly just straight up pervy. Um, But what I really love about Persona 4 in particular of having this, um, and all the Persona games, is this thing that you can study. um, And when you have exams, um, you can just basically like study loads. And then if you study loads and you don't go out and you don't do the fun stuff, you do really well in your exams, right? And if you if you do the best in your exams in your
2: in your class, right. what do you think happens? Um, you Nothing. get a <laughs> you get an award or some kind of like. What do you think would happen in Britain? Uh,
0: a golden sticker. Golden sticker. Well, in this, um, you get loads of money from your guardians, your, your mum and dad or whatever. They give you loads of money as mm-hmm. a reward. That kind of makes sense. Fair enough. But the weird thing is all of your classmates like you more and think you're Fuck. cool. And it's this weird thing, of this, this Japanese cultural thing, of this idea of, like, you're supposed to study because it's what you're supposed to do, and then because that of that, people it's like a you. good thing. So people who are smart and who study and do well in their exams, they're good. That's my kind of school. That's Which the school like,
1: I wish I went to. Precisely, but in our
0: school, it was like, you just get bullied. Yeah. Like, the, the, the idea of, like, aspiring to be good in exams and the idea that people would applaud you for being intelligent, it's like... This is so alien. It it makes me laugh every time I'm in a Persona game and it's like, oh, you did the best new exams. Everyone likes you. I'm like, this isn't how the world works.
1: (laughs) Is there an option to smoke cigarettes in an alley? No, that's what all the cool well, that's, guys that's did awesome. at my school. That's how they got liked. They the stank. <laughs> they all stank. <laughs> Jump, Joe,
0: it's alright right.
1: right. cool. right. Stefan's listening. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly what you and know exactly what you mean. But it kind of makes it kind of. If it was a Western developer, then you wouldn't. You'd have the option to like a. Like not do your work Or just not go to your exams Or whatever Like In this it has this weird thing Where it's like It kept saying to me The summer's almost over And you've got homework To do before the end of the summer And I was like Look I've already spent a lot of time Reading books I'm actually a genius level now I'm like the most intelligent You can be in the world I'm not doing my homework <laughs> like, Maybe I'll lose some marks Who gives a fuck I'm, I'm literally a genius and then it's like it gets to the last two days of the holiday. Goes well, you haven't done any homework, so you have to do it now, and just makes me do it. And what? I'm like, you have to do your homework. Steve Jobs never did that. I know, but that's the thing—is it's this weird, like, um, this kind of re- culture of respect, I guess, to adults mm. and systems in Japan. That just the idea of them coding a game in which you can choose not to do your homework is somehow like no,
2: what's, that's impossible. What's the other half of a Persona game? I've never played one. That's uh, half of it. What's the you other go
0: half? and kill those fucking monsters and do some kill mad demons stuff. in people's minds. Yeah,
2: it's a game. That- Makes you do your homework and also kill monsters. Yep. It's really good. But the monsters are... If I
1: remember, the monsters are... People's fears, sort of, yeah. like Children's fears. Yeah, it's kind of pretty
0: abstract, like do but it's uh, in, in your exams.
1: is it Persona Three, where they all shoot themselves in the head. Yeah,
0: yeah, but they have like kind a of super dark. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Um, yeah, there's some nice themes, and it's made me really excited about Persona Five, actually, because Persona yeah. Three was like kind of this idea of like you're at school. It's kind of that. It's kind of about juggling friends and juggling um, your time and being like, we've well, got to do well. Maybe you should, you know, join clubs, but then don't, you know. It's sort of like that kind of teenage lifestyle of, like, make your choices. Who do you want your friends to be? Do you want to be successful in school or do you Whoever want to Whoever's like good friends? at fighting monsters that exist in people's minds. That's pretty much the way I roll as okay. well. Um, <laughs> but actually, no, I end up now, I just, I choose the characters I like the most because I'm like, I want to hang around with this person. Yeah. Anyway, um, the fourth one is like that again, but it starts to implement all of this job stuff and it means that it's like actually like that kind of late teens thing. So it feels like the first one is early teens, like early school and it's like you're at school, you're still doing the school stuff, but you can get jobs and you know, it kind of feels more like you've got a bit more freedom, you can get a scooter and then you, you can go <laughs> And it has like really nice ongoing storylines about getting a scooter just, and going to the beach. It's really I, I, I don't see
1: a, I'd love a British persona.
0: These so sound like much. British teams. Basically getting to choose
1: to work at John Lewis. You'd be like, imagine like basically I did. Like, <laughs> like
0: bully but not a GTA style game. Yeah. Like just a really good British school, oh, growing great. age, growing, coming of age thing. Yeah. But with 5, it looks like you're in a city and you've got a, like, a job, so it looks like it's going to be... It seems like there's a, a nice evolution, because all the games, as with most JRPGs, are kind of the same game again, but with new stuff. It feels like they've got a nice continuation. Of, they've got like, early teens, late teens, and this seems like maybe you just finished school, you're getting a job. and I don't know, they always, it's always a bit hammy and it's always a bit cheesy, but they really do tackle like these sort of moments in life in quite an endearing
1: way. No, I've never um, heard anyone talk about Persona 1 and 2. Is the first one just like you're in the womb, choosing <laughs> your ambitions and fighting organs?
0: Like I don't know. I think they were just because they were on like maybe the PlayStation or something. Yeah, I don't know. But I'd really enjoy the fact that one of the one of the bosses and it was like this 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 um, basically this. This this guy was an unsociable asshole who was obsessed with video games and and talked mm. about humans as if they were in a, like a really nasty way and as a boss who's just this big floating baby <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like oh it's a piss baby <laughs> these Japanese devs are cool yeah um, anyway um, I should probably wrap it up now
2: and you'll pay for that and not Overwatch you
0: pay for that and not Overwatch yeah I bought it on a sale it's twenty quid. Persona games are great and they've got amazing Sounds music funky,
2: oh Sounds yeah music's amazing good. Like,
0: upbeat Japanese pop like cool that's stuff that's why everyone's
1: saying people are saying like one of our... you know, the word is yeah Xenoblade has the best music since Persona 4 and that
0: yeah. makes me go <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I really want to do it but then it's like I don't know I think I'm just going to have to regress and forego all the uh, all, all, all big Western games. I guess in a way, it's actually be quite nice because I think for many years I got put off JRPGs because um, the vocal community behind JRPGs were just uh, almost uniformly scum, uh, <laughs> or <laughs> at best idiots. Yes. What? Does no, come mean? on! It's just like just assholes being defending like twelve-year-olds are sexy and oh, right. or you like this bit socket. Okay, no, 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 I mean, no. bit socket are fucking lovely. But you know what I mean? It's like you kind of, kind of, it's it's embarrassing to say oh, I'm a big fan of GRPGs when you realize that a lot of the community are either people who who think there's nothing wrong with sexualizing kids mm. or yeah, people maybe. who just go, what's wrong with games where you have fun for half an hour uh, for 30 hours and then it wants you to grind for 20 hours to finish the story it's like these people are either just like a bit kind of maybe like morally dubious or just fucking thick um, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of understanding game design but I think that over the past year it's sort of been seen that like actually a huge swathes of the, the games community are just absolute arseholes or mega thick so it's allowed me to go back and enjoy GRPGs <laughs> nice contextually no, I was, I was clean, clean. <laughs> yeah it's like it's all bad so just, just doesn't matter. just do what you want you're gonna feel just as dirty in your shower, whether you're playing Overwatch
2: or Persona. <laughs> I alright, okay, sure. Persona still sounds bunkers um, I haven't, I haven't got it. I need to go and watch some videos of this game because I can't picture it. It's it sounds like the most. I'll show like you. I'll show games. you
0: afterwards. It's on my PSP trailer. there. Okay. Um, and that's it. I think usually we do questions, but I know you guys have both got to shoot off, and it's a bit late, so we won't do it this Together, week. Together to plot. Hmm. Oh, not the nice science again! Fire up the submarine, brat! <laughs> no, the submarines are over. Oh, God, it really was a hell of a fucking thing. A, the problem of the, the video series, I'm enjoying editing it. I'm enjoying the fact that I think it's coming together to be a really great series. But at the same time, it's like the, the, going back to the old blades every week. Same <clears throat> cuts. You can't forget about it. You can't move on because you're still continuing this story, dragging out something which lasted for us ten days and something that's lasting... I don't like that everyone thinks I'm a bad person that'll come around I'm sure it will I do feel bad I do. It, it will it will but I know how the
2: next few episodes go
0: it's fine I think I think I think it's It's fine these things all come around yeah. sooner or later uh, but yeah I won't actually I was going to talk about Star Wars Battlefront but I probably won't bother um, <laughs> just because I thought it was a bit rubbish if you'd like to know why I thought it was a bit rubbish I wrote an article for Vice um, I think if you just look for Star Wars Battlefront not very good um, It kind of went a bit ballistic on Vice because it got tweeted by their main account. And I spent, I still get actually like amazing uh, Twitter avatars, which is just like the person holding a large bud of weed. I uh, this other day, his name, his Twitter name had uh, Wu-Tang Clan as part of it. It was like a longer yes. one than that. Um, his his chosen display name was Don Draper. And it was a picture of him holding a very large bud of weed. And he said to me, um, I think you didn't like the game. Because you weren't good at it.
1: Oh, that's the classic, isn't <laughs> and it? And I just thought,
0: ah, Sage. I just, I wish I had a pre-recorded video of me in a top hat and a kind of a, a, like a proper suit, just sitting around with a pipe and going, "My God." Have you seen Adam Buxton has that one where it's
1: him in like a big afro wig and sunglasses to like cool music, just like tapping out the comment, and it's always to he always plays it when it's like someone thinks they're really cool and they're t- sending a comment. It's brilliant.
0: I think you only need to copy is just have a, a, a series of like short vine or video mm. responses that I can just copy to these people um, because it's spectacular but uh, yeah no Star Wars Battlefront it's alright if you like Star Wars I think it's just it seems it's just, it's just not a lot fucking going on with it no, you it. don't, that you should don't be a sound, sound infused
2: if I'm honest huh? you don't sound infused I thought it was just rubbish <laughs> um, I mean
0: I played it for a bit I thought it was just rubbish and then I wrote some words about it and I kind of don't trust anyone who likes Star Wars as much as they do because I think that everyone sort of lost their minds temporarily and so hopefully in five years everyone is, will look back and go I mean I I remember like you know the, when the, the first three films came out everyone was getting so excited and it was it was literally some of the worst they weren't the worst Star Wars films, they were like some of the worst
2: films you know during this uh episode of the Souls podcasts we've been pretty down on esports Star Wars JLP. and JRPGs we're fucked mate yeah I and know that's it now. but you know
0: I, I've already <laughs> I already lost the JRPG crowd um, that was uh, I think that was <laughs> actually pre gamergate but I had some people record a whole podcast about me, because I'd um, I'd had a go at, at people defending um, sexy children in swimsuits in Brady Default, um, because they thought that it was it's like, This is what we're dealing with, people. I mean, like you know, I think that's my official statement as well. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> um, that's it for this week's podcast. We got, we've got something, say something uplifting before we finish. Then
2: fuck Overwatch is good. I like it. It's uh, it's worth money. I I it's better than free to play. Joke Scrabbles. No. I'm, I'm I'm talking from a market perspective. (laughs) He's looking at the bigger picture. I get brat. I think think people should pay attention to it because it is good and reason to actually be interested in it. I think video games are great
0: and I love Persona 4 and I'll talk about that more next week. uh,
2: So I was do something quick. Uh,
1: of soup is soup. great in winter Soup is fantastic oh, i really microwave really oh, got a soup setting. You've, You've got, got a soup,
0: soup. setting We can't yeah. end on a microwave setting What does it We're do? Not- <laughs> it, it detects how, how hot the soup is I, And it just keeps Don't, into the don't, don't mention the, I know, the right? sensors. What? I'm right I know! What kind of fresh madness is and this? And you know what, I switched it on earlier. I switched on the superheat thing when there was no soup in the microwave. Did it know? It just started doing it and it's like, well, when will this end? Yeah. So I just switched off in a panic. Oh. I was really worried, because otherwise it's, it's going to be trying to infinitely heat Jesus up soup Christ. that isn't there. Soup I had yeah. to watch this. He was there. It sounds good. <laughs> he couldn't believe Why it. Why do you not like this? <laughs> come on brat that's the most exciting thing in this whole fucking podcast you
1: like Crusader King's too, and you don't like soup settings they're the same thing <laughs>
0: uh, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week work. goodbye